So Rabbi Sai, we, uh, we started the ninth parak, and the ninth parak had a bunch of lists. I'm very disoriented that Nussin is over there and Ben is not in front of me. Do you want me to ask for a pen? Yeah, do you want a pen? <laughs> do you want a pen and is your name Ben? In the old shul, you're allowed to throw. I, I heard that halacha. Um, so, so we had a lot of lists. One of the things on the list are three things that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has to take care of himself. One of those things is a good dream. So the Gemara deemed it, the Gemara deemed it necessary to talk about dreams. Now, we're going to talk all about dreams. You're going to know everything there is to know about dreams over the next three weeks. No, it should take a week, but like over the next while. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty, I just want to quote you two sources. I apologize, they're both Litvish. And, and you would expect them to have this view on dreams. But, but Lemaisa, Lemaisa, this should at least color your apprehension about dreams, if not solve it. Dar HaShulchan, president of the Litvaks. Dar HaShulchan said, nowadays, a normal person, Hamashuka who is knee-deep in the Narish Kaitan of Elam Hazeh. Now, Dar HaShulchan, lest you think, it was before Instagram. He, 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 you know, his Hevle Elam Hazeh, I don't know, it was the Algemeiner. I don't know what, what his Hevle Elam Hazeh was. He said, nowadays that we're so busy with Hevle Elam Hazeh, don't worry about dreams. Don't worry about dreams. And so too, if you stuff yourself before a dream, which means it's true, it's known, foods can have an effect on, on a person's dream. If the body is busy digesting a big meal, it's not, it's not so clear what it does to dreams. So, and it, it, it is true, by the way. Hmm? That was the heavily Elam Haza that we talked about. Oh, you mean that? Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I mean, there are there are also natural hallucinogenics. You should know. I I once read Yankee Schnorr that if you eat a fish that you caught that day, you're gonna have extremely lurid dreams. It, it's a mild, uh, very clear. Now. Someone told me, I can't verify this myself, <laughs> that if you have the patch for quitting smoking, you have the craziest dreams. So, no, so you, you're, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. So, the, <laughs> ben, so you're, you're right. Other things can cause, can cause dreams. That's what our Chashokhan says. The Chazanish says, the Chazanish says, maybe you think the, the Chashokhan was talking about other people. The Chazanish is happy to admit <coughs> He said, Many times I had really bad dreams. So there's the Chazan Ish in a letter in the Igris in Chalik Beis. Many times I dreamt a scary dream. Don't pay any attention. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 
And beside, and if you really want, you say the Rebbein Shalom that we say by by duchening on Yom Tovim, and that, that's that's all you have to worry about dreams. So, so no one tells us hello for No, so so these items should put your mind at ease. If they don't put your mind at ease, then you do a tavas chaim. That's the lashon of the Gemara. We're going to get to our number base. The lashon of the Gemara is haroya chaloim v'nafshei aguma olav, and his, his nefesh is depressed on him. He's going going in a bad mood, like by He's going in a bad mood all day. No one wants you to be in a bad mood. So if if it's causing you to be in a bad mood, then then be made of chalim. If it's causing you to be not nice to your wife and kids, be made of chalim. If it's causing you not to be able to concentrate in learning, be made of chalim. But if you're able to dismiss it, which the Chazanish and the Archashokan advocate you doing, then you don't need to be made of chalim. If it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother me. That that's what they'd say. Okay. With that starts the Gemara. We are about ten lines from the bottom of the page. Nun Hamid Aleph. Amr Chizda. Kol Chalon. I'll take any dream. V'loi Tavas as long as I'm not fasting. So, so what bothers me about this Gemara is this is a specific dream. It's a dream of fasting. The Gemara will discuss specific dreams in a long time. At first, we're going to go through the rules of dreams, and the you know the mats of what dreams cause, what dreams mean, and the rules of dreams. We're not going to get to specific dreams for a very long time. In fact, nudvavam base. So it always bothered me why the Gemara in the beginning of the sugya says kol halayim tavas any dream as long as I'm not fasting. Fasting is a really bad dream. We're not talking about specific dreams yet. So I found in the Ein Yaakov, the main parish in the Ein Yaakov is the Ion Yaakov, Barav Yankov Reicher, the Chuvis, the Chuvis Shvus Yankov. He says, what this means is I'll take any dream except the scary dream which is going to make me have a Tainus Chaloy. It's not talking about a specific dream. The Gemara here is not referring to a dream about fasting, which admittedly is Pashup Shat in the Sugya. The Gemara is not talking about that you dreamt in the dream that you're fasting. The Gemara is talking, according to Ian Yaakov, that you dreamt a terrible dream that because of the dream, you're going to need to have a Tainus Chaloim. So Pchista, as an opener to the Sugya, says, please, keep my dreams pleasant so I won't have to have a dream that I'll need to have a Tainus Chaloim. That's the second shot in any dream, but not fasting. And the third shot is what you were saying before. And the Paiskin brings the Mishnah, Brewer brings this Lahalach. That when you fast, you're upset the whole day. You're disturbed. When you have a disturbing day, you're going to have disturbing dreams. If you could identify the dream is a result of something that happened disturbing during the day, you could dismiss the dream. It doesn't mean anything. So he's saying, I'll take any dream seriously, except for a dream that I fasted that day. If I fasted that day, I was disturbed the whole day. If I was disturbed the whole day, 
my dreams are bad, but I know why they're bad, so they're meaningless. So that's another pshat. I'll take a dream seriously. If let's say tonight I go to sleep and I dream that I won the lottery, I'll take that very seriously. Because why should I have thought that? But if I have a bad dream on a day that was a bad day, because I fasted all day, that's a, that's a meaningless dream. It's a dream that was triggered by my fasting all day, so I could dismiss it. So that's, that's three pshatim, kol chalayim v'leitavos. V'amor b'chista, now we get to the yisoidus of dreams. Chalma d'lay mifshir, a dream that was never interpreted, ki igarta d'lay makarya, is like a letter that wasn't read. Just like if you do not read a letter, nothing can happen to you. Now, in those days they didn't have the electric company that'll shut off your electric if you don't answer their letter, right? So it's not like a bill. It was a letter that someone tells you, dear sir, you're ugly. If I don't read it, it can't affect me. Dear sir, I hate you. Okay, if I don't read that letter, it can't affect me. So a dream that is uninterpreted, you just ignore it. Don't say it to anybody. Don't interpret it. Don't pursue it. That dream is like an unopened letter and it will not have any effect on you. Vam Reb Chista says Reb Chista Loi chal metava mekayim kule not a good dream becomes completely true v'loi chal mebisha mekuyim kule and not a bad dream comes completely true. No dream becomes completely true. And we're going we're gonna to verify each one of these. There is no such thing, not a bad dream or not a good dream, that turns out to be 100% accurate. Vam Rabchizda, also said, Chalma Bisha, a bad dream, Adif Mechalmatava, is better than a good dream. Because if you have a bad dream that portends something bad that's going to happen to you, that's obviously a punishment for something. If you get a bad dream and it scares the bejesus out of you. So let's just, let's just give an example. A guy's an alcoholic. He's always drunk. He has a terrible dream that he got into a gefarlich accident from drunk driving. And the guy wakes up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. <laughs> and he says, you know what? That's it. And he quits alcohol because of that. So that's a bad dream. That's a great thing. That's a bad dream. That's a great thing. Says the Gemara, a bad dream that has the desired effect on the person and causes the person to change is better than a good dream because a good dream just lulls you into complacency. Sometimes you're nervous about something and you have a dream and like it just works out perfectly. This deal is going to work out. I don't have to work very hard on it. This situation is going to work out. I don't have to invest any work. And like you just dream, it's placid, it's easy, it's gishmak, it's perfect. What's going to happen to you if you dream that? You're going to talk a chill. You're going to talk and not invest anything into it. So a good dream can end up lulling you into a sense of complacency versus a bad dream. So says Reb Chista, a bad dream is much better than a good dream. Because a bad dream can have the desired effect of changing you without ever having to draw blood. And a good dream could have the effect of 
you taking your foot off the gas pedal, even though you really shouldn't. It was just a dream. Not good or bad. Yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna have to. We're we're gonna be at this for a while, and we're gonna see a couple things. First of all, there's no there's no hard and fast rules. I'm all this applies. I'm all this applies. Number two, number two, there's gonna be different levels of seriousnesses of dreams. And like the Chazanish and the Aruch Shulchan said, most of our dreams fall into the meaningless category. We'll see why. But there are also real dreams. Chassidim tend to have more real dreams than, than Litvaks. They'd have it come by Menachalim. You know, like, Chassidim tend to have more meaningful dreams than regular people. Says the Gemara, Vam Rabchizda, in a similar note, Chalmabisha, a bad dream, Itzivuse, the depression, it, uh, an atzvus is a depression, Itzivuse, the depression, Mistaye, is enough which is very similar to what we were saying before. Let's say Kodesh Baruch wants to give you a punishment. So rather than Chas Shalom having you go through the actual punishment, he gives you a dream of the punishment, which hurts. You know, you wake up, you're tzimished, you're bothered, you're upset. Okay, you got your punishment. That's all. I don't really want to hurt you. I, I want you to suffer a little bit to make yourself better. If the dream is all of the bilbul you need. If the dream is all of the upsetness you need, fine, you were And Chalmatava Chedve Mestaye. A good dream, its joy is enough. Meaning, this guy dreams that he owns three houses and five cars and 15 avodim and also he's Rebbe and also he did Rizigah Shaduchim and like the guy's like, mom, it's like, it's the most amazing dream. Then he wakes up. Okay, you got your reward. Happy you enjoyed. Happy you had 10 minutes of happiness. Now back to real life. Sometimes. But, but after realizing that itself, the, 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 the downer after realizing it's just a dream. It should, it was, should be sorry for him, right? By, by, by a bad dream, it stays with you. Yeah, yeah. In those, in those but in those, no one has, I mean, like, we've all had, like, an amazing dream, then we wake up and go, shoots. Does like, but the, the shoots doesn't last longer than shoots, because it was a dream, you, you know, you can't expect anything more. It was a dream, okay, move on. So, no, so sometimes that, that moment of joy you had, like, wow, that was amazing, you know, for one minute when, when you know, they, you know, Mechobim Mitzid the Kedushin, and like, you know, <laughs> it's a dream, you like, you know, like, stop. <laughs> I'm nothing personal, not, not the patch. <laughs> we're, we're learning Subis, and I, I got to the Baruch of Siddha Kedushin. And like, so much, just like, you know that about pass? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. In the same theme. Amr Yosef, Chaumetava, a good dream. Afilu Lididi, even me, says Rabbi Yosef. And I'm blind. A blind person's dreams are more meaningful, believe it or not. You know why? Because most of our dreams are replays of what we see. So a blind person's dreams are more accurate and more real. So Yosef says, I'm blind. Even my dreams, who are pretty real, with a little joke, 
I could reverse it. Which means even a semi-accurate dream is easily nullified with a, with a, eh, don't worry about it. This is the third time we're saying a similar point. A bad dream is worse, meaning more effective in, in hurting a person than actually being whipped. Because as we know, as we know, you cannot beat somebody up, not a child, not a student, not a friend, into doing what you want them to do. It never works. So let's say a person is doing bad things. You hit him with a menagdas. You smack him with a stick. It's very ineffective. A bad dream, which means that the person sees how bad his actions are, is more effective than the rebuke of a stick. Hashem does it. Hashem gives bad dreams. So that you should fear him. Sorry. Sorry. That's referring to a bad dream. Now, the Gemara brings a Pasuk. The Navi who had a dream, should say over his dream. And my words with him, says Hashem, he will speak the words of truth. Just like grain and chaff. Noam Hashem, says Hashem. Now, one second. This passage was going along just fine. It was talking about the, the dream of a Navi, the Nevu of a Navi, and then it just drops in there chaff and grain. What connection does grain and chaff have with dreams? Just like it is impossible when you harvest grain, you harvest grain in a field, it's outside, it's not a controlled environment. And therefore, you will always have chaff and foreign substances in the grain. Just like it's impossible to have pure grain without any foreign substances, Therefore, it is impossible to have a dream without parts of it that simply are just baloney. And therefore, no dream is completely true. And that's what Mara says, a dream. Even though you've experienced parts of the dream coming true, let's say you had a dream and, and the dream was two parts and the first part came true. You got the job. You got the promotion. You got the zach. The second part of the dream was, and then, just because the first part of the dream became true, it doesn't mean the second part of the dream is going to come true. Because there is no such thing as a pure dream. We know, and how do we know this? From the source of most of our knowledge of dreams, Yosef. Now, it says that the sun and the moon, the sun being Yaakov, the moon being Rach, being his mother Rachel, bowed down to him. At that point, there was no Rachel anymore. His mother wasn't. She had died. So Yosef's dream, which was the ultimate in true dreams, which is mamish what we go, we call Yosef the Balach Yosef's dreams are true, and yet, 
Even Yosef's dreams did not become 100% true. Some things in the dream were not true. Therefore, no dream is 100% true. And Amr Ablevi, a person can expect a good dream to come true for 22 years, which means, let's say, let's say you have a dream. A year goes by, nothing doing. Two years goes by, nothing doing. Five years goes by, nothing doing. At what point do you say, you know what? It was just one of those not true dreams. Until 22 years it can happen. How do we know? Because Yais' dream took 22 years to happen. You know me, Yaisi. Viksiv Ela told this Yank of Yaisif Ben Shvasri Shana. So Yaisif was 17 years old. Viksiv Yaisif Ben Shlesham Shana Bamdulfne Pare. So Yaisif had the dream at 17. He first got to Pare when he was 30 years old. Now, Min Talasin from 17 to 30, Kamahava, how much is that? Talasre, that's 13 years. Vishev Vishev Desava. Seven years of plenty, that's 13 plus 7 is 20. Vitarti de Kafna, and the two years of famine before the brothers came down, that's another two. So if you add 20, because, uh, 13 to 7 to 2, you get 22 years. Hachaf base. Amar of Huna, back to that other point, Adam Taiv, to a good person, Ein Maron Lechalim Taiv. We will never show him a good dream. You know why? Because it'll get him to take his foot off the gas. That if you see a dream, and in your dream, you've reached your goals. Whatever your goals are, this is where I want to end up professionally, this is where I want to end up personally, this is where I want to end up financially, this is where I want to end up family-wise. And let's say you have a dream, and you're mamish at that moment of all your goals being met. That's the worst thing that can happen to a person. He'll take his foot off the gas. So therefore, to a good person, we don't show a good dream. And to a bad person, we don't want to scare him. You know, go continue enjoying Elam Haza. Don't let us stop you. We learn the same thing. All of the years of David, David was a good person. He never saw a good dream. It was not a good person. I never saw a, a bad dream. So now the Gemara says, really? David never saw a good dream? That doesn't mean you're a good person. We read in the Pasuk, It should not happen to you bad. What does that mean? What does it mean you will not happen to you bad? You will not be confused. By not by bad dreams, and not by bad thoughts. And a plague will not come near your house. What does that mean? When a person comes home from a long trip, he will not find his wife a Suffolk Nida. There's two Pshatim, there's Rashi somewhere else. One Pshat is Suffolk Nida is the worst, because if you find that she's a Vada Nida, so the answer is no. A Suffolk need you're like, maybe, yeah, maybe no, but then you have to be machmer. So it's much more difficult to deal with Suffolk need than Vaday Nida. Nice pshat, except Rashi says, Suffolk need the shikane Vaday Nida. Because a Suffolk need at least a Rav may paskin, it's fine. A Vaday Nida, the Rav's not going to paskin, it's fine. So Rashi says, when it says here Suffolk Nida, 
it's lav dafka, it means kolshkin vadenida, but you could say the other pshat. But the bottom line is, we see from the first part of this pasik that only bad people get bad dreams. You're telling me David Amalek never had a bad dream? Samar so says, well, like, he didn't see a bad dream. Others saw bad dreams about him. Samar so says, what, he had no dreams? Having no dreams is also bad. When he didn't see his dreams, that's a good thing. Anyone that sleeps for seven days without a dream, he is called a bad person because Hashem is not interested in communicating with him. The worst thing is the silent treatment. Really, it says, if you go to sleep without a deposit, without any information, you're a bad person. For seven days. So, strike two. First, you tell me David didn't have, David had bad dreams. No, no, no. It's a bracha not to have a bad dream. Then you tell me David had no dreams. No, it's, it's also bad not to have any dreams. Says the Gemara, and I'll tell you what David had, and this is the best of all worlds. He saw dreams, but he didn't remember them. So you cover all the bases, which means as far as being ignored from heaven, as far as getting the silent treatment, no, you didn't get the silent treatment, you got a dream. But as far as having a bad dream, you didn't have a bad dream. But as far as having a good dream, you didn't have a good dream because that also has its drawbacks. What did he have? He had a dream and forgot it in the morning. That is the best of all dreams. Let's... He didn't know what he saw. He forgot. He has no recollection of the dream. Says the Gemara, let's do one last Gemara for tonight. Says the Gemara, Omar Rav Huna Bar Ami, Omar Rav Pedas, Omar Rav Yochanan. If a person sees a dream and and he has depression about it, he's very upset about it. He should interpret it in front of three people. Says the Gemara, interpret it. We learned in the beginning of the Sugya that that is the worst thing to do with a bad dream. If you had a bad dream, you don't want it interpreted. In fact, we said not interpreting the dream will silence it, will squash it. So interpreting the dream is the worst thing you could do. Yifterenu? Vam Reb Chizda. Reb Chizda said chaloim delay mifshir. A dream that goes uninterpreted is kigar to delay mekariya. It's like a letter that goes unread and nothing happens. Where it says, ala'ema yitivenu mifnei You're right. Never say the bad dream. So Rabbi said, this is a practical, it's a practical thing. Besides the chazanish and the shulchan, if you have a bad dream, do not tell anyone. You know, you know, like my kids. Oh, I had a bad dream. I said, don't say anything. What, you know, the worst thing you could do is say the bad dream. What should you do? Lacey talasa, take three people, v'leimelahu, and say to them as follows: I saw a good dream. V'leimelahu, and they should tell him. And they will tell him, Tavahu, it is a good dream. Vitav it should be good. Rahman al Shavya Litav. 
Hashem should make it good. Shiva Zimnan, seven times. Ligzra Lachman Shemaya, they should decree on you in heaven that have a tub that it should be good. Via Tavan will be good. Vulemer and then say, Gimel Afuchais, three psukim that deal with turnarounds. Vigimel Peduyais, three psukim that deal with redemptions. Vishalish Shloimais, and three psukim that deal with Shalom. And then the Gemara gives the psukim Shalish Afuchais, Hafachta Mispidi, change my haspid Lamachali to dancing. You will cure my, my ability to stand. I should be girded with happiness. Then the Basul will be happy in the dancing. And I will switch. Their Avelis to happiness. Ufduye Yashem Yeshuvan and those that Hashem redeemed will come back. Vayim Ra'am al Shal Hayahinus and Yamas Asher Asa Yeshua and Shal Shemis the Chsev Barinivs Vasayim Hakashbach creates the breath of the lips. Shalom Shalom Rachel Gulakar Vamashem Rufasiv Vruach Lavshas Hamasi Vamatam Kailachai Vaata Shalom Ubeischa Shalom and those are the three sets of three psukim. We'll stop here for tonight.